0: Hello! Thank you for listening to this sermon from our Revive service. We hope it helps you learn more about God and allow you to grow closer to Him and in your faith. Good morning! Good to have each of you here. My name is Aaron Varner. Great that you can join us this morning. Uh, Thank you. I want to just say again thanks to all the choir. A lot of time, energy, effort that went into that. Thanks Bob and uh, Bob Nylinger for directing us. He's done. There he is, Bob. Thank you. Uh, Bob's been doing this for a few years. We we appreciate your gifting and your time of leading leading the choir in that way. And thanks to our sound people, they don't get recognition very often. Um, they just make it happen. So thank you. If you have your Bibles, if you turn them to the Book of Luke. Luke chapter 2, we're going to look at two verses there, and then we're going to look over and and flip over to Matthew, Um, and today we want to talk about joyful love, joyful love when love came down, and uh, uh, one of the girls, um, the younger girls that was in the play last week, uh, which by the way, the kids just did an awesome job, didn't they, and uh, she came up to me afterwards, and she said, Pastor Aaron, she's like, good sermon today. I said, well, thank you very much. That was really nice of you. And she's like, it was really short. <laughs> so I, I'll, try to keep, I'll try to keep it shorter this morning, okay? And uh, from the mouths of babes. But uh, before we dig into the word, would you pray with me? Would you bow your heads and let's pray. Lord, we thank you so much for loving us. Lord, thank you that uh, you've given us the gift of music. Lord, that we can enjoy uh, what we just partook in. Um, Lord, that we could sing and that we can hear the words and the message. Lord, how beautiful it is to be able to hear about how awesome God we have. Lord, thank you for your word. I pray that you would bless this time as we open it. And we pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Christmas joy, Christmas joy, week three here. Uh, we want to look at Luke chapter two verses, uh, 10 and 11. Verse 10 says this, and the angel said to them, fear not. They're talking to the shepherds out in the field. They said, fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great, what? Joy. Good news of great joy that will be for all the people. All the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord good news of great joy that are for all the peoples because why because born that day was a savior who is the Messiah. The Messiah God came down. Love came down for us. If you would go to the first book of the New Testament in our Bible, Matthew. Matthew records a little bit more detail of what took place before. When talking to Joseph, it starts in verse 18, Matthew 1.18. Now the birth of Jesus took place in this way, when his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph. Before they came together, she was found to be with child by the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, by the prophet. Behold the virgin shall conceive and bear a son. And they shall call his name Emmanuel. Which means. God with us. When Joseph woke up from sleep. He did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife. But he knew her not until she had given birth to his son. And he called his name. Jesus. You see Matthew records for us. What that prophet said back in Isaiah. And Isaiah. Chapter 7, verse 14 says this, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. You understand? 700 years. 700 years from the time that Isaiah was recording that promise. 700 years later, that promise was kept. Only God could do that. See, when you start investigating, you start realizing that the Bible is true. As you start uncovering and try to maybe even disprove it or see the the problems with it, you are face to face with the truth and the reality that things that were written years and years before they even took place came true. There is no other book like the Bible. Because the Bible is God's word to us. God said that Jesus, the Messiah, would come. And sure, in fact, on that Christmas morning, that night when Jesus was born to Mary, it fulfilled what the prophet Isaiah wrote about. That a virgin would conceive and, and bear a son. And that his name would be Jesus because he would save his people from their sin. His name would be Emmanuel, God with us. How amazing is that? The choir sang about promises, promises given and promises kept. The truth is God kept his promises and he gave his son Jesus. There's three things that I'd love for you to take away this morning. The first is this. God has provided salvation. He provided salvation for all people. That passage back in Luke tells us, Good news of great joy, which shall be for all the peoples. And that good news is Emmanuel has come. The one who could save us from our sin. You see, we needed saving. It was like we were drowning in an ocean. And there was no hope. There was no way out. There wasn't any rocks that we hoped or coral underneath that we could step on to lift us out. We drowned in our sin, our disobedience. We live in a world that doesn't want to admit that today. But the truth is, we're all there. It's not some groups of people. It's not that they're worse than I am, or they're better than me. No, we're all in the same level field. We all have a sin problem. We all are born into sin. Sin has been carried from Adam and Eve down to us. We have a condition of our heart. But the beauty of of Christmas is that love came down. That salvation was offered to you and to me. It wasn't just saving. Some people from their sins. Salvation has come for all. Perfect love. The God of heaven came to you and me to save us because we couldn't save ourselves. The second is this God keeps every promise he makes. I'll say that again. God keeps every promise that he makes. Why is that? Because God is truth. Jesus even said this later on in the Gospel of John. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. See, God is always true. I don't know about you, but there's a lot of untruth today. That's why some of you avoid social media. God bless you. You're happier. Some of you are nodding your head yes. Yeah. There's a lot of truth or untruth being scattered. And it's hard to know what's real or not. Well, the truth is, this is true. And this tells us that God sent his son Jesus To save us from our sin. Jesus went. And lived a perfect and sinless life. And then he hung on a cross. For you and for me. He died there. Taking our sin upon himself. Every wrong thing that you have done. Jesus bore on that cross. He did it because he loves you. And because he wants to save you. From your sin. God's promises are true. And so when we become a child of his, when we accept that free gift, and let me tell you, it didn't cost you anything. It cost Jesus everything. But in return, God desires for us to live our lives for him. Some people say, well, that'll cost you. It pales in comparison. Think about that. What you can do for God compared to what Jesus did for you? Is there anything too great compared to someone who hung on a cross who took the full wrath of God upon his shoulders for you that you could do for him? God has provided salvation and he keeps every promise. So when we accept him as Savior asking him to forgive us of our sin and come into our life, that we believe that Jesus came, he died, and he rose again three days later. You have to claim him as Savior and Lord. This isn't just a quick prayer that you pray. This is salvation. This is your eternity that matters. This is not just something you take care of real quick in a, in a chair, then you go live your own way. No, the Bible tells us that belief means that I acknowledge where I am, And the realization that I can't get out of that without God's help. And so I believe trusting that Jesus did what he said he did. Reading and understanding the Bible that Jesus not only died, but he was buried and rose again three days later. And then he appeared to over 400 people. It wasn't like this was just something that just, uh, well, somebody recorded as a, you know, some fictional story. No, this is the truth. Because God is always true. So when He makes promises to us as His children, like, My God shall supply all of your needs, do you believe that? Do you take hold of that? Or do you believe that He who began a good work in you will complete it until He comes again? Do you listen to the truth of God's word? Because God always keeps His promises. He will never leave us. He'll never forsake us. Third and final, do you know that God has secured your eternity? You don't have to live in fear. God secured our eternity when he came down to this earth. When Jesus lived a perfect and sinless life. And he died, was buried, and rose again three days later. You say, Pastor, you're repeating yourself. Yeah, it's like an old record player. For those of you who don't know what that is, that's the thing that puts out music. And then it skips because there's a, a, a scratch or dust. And it says it again and says it again. But the truth is, that's the beauty of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That God would come to us, to you and to me. God has secured our eternity because of what Christ has done. And I want you to know and be reminded that if your eternity is taken care of, if you've been forgiven of your sin, that you are God's child, not only will he take care of you in the future for all of eternity, but you know what? He's going to take care of you today. And he's going to take care of you tomorrow. And the next day, and the next day, and the next day. Why? Because he always keeps his promises. And his promises says, I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to forget about you. I'm not going to let you defend on your, be on your own. No, if you seek me first, seek the first, the kingdom of God, all these things will be added unto you. What are those things? It's like the the bird that's, that's flying around looking for food. Who provides that for the bird? God does. God says, if you seek me, I'm going to give you the food that you need. I'll give you what you need to eat or what you need to drink or whatever clothes that you need why because look at the look at the fields how God covers them with snow that's not in the bible by the way that text isn't snow but it's flowers right the beauty how much more Because what happens with that is the flowers grow and they are beautiful. But what happens to them? They don't last. They die. How much more does God love us as his children? And does he promise to walk with us each day? That's the beauty of love coming down. That's joyful love as we acknowledge that and see that. We live each day knowing that God has not only provided salvation, and that he keeps every promise. Even back when Isaiah wrote about it, that it would come true as Matthew writes and as Luke records for us, but that God has secured our eternity and everything until then when we see him face to face. What an awesome God we have. I hope you know him. I hope you're walking with him. I hope you know how much he loves you and how much he desires for you to know him and to love him, to grow in your understanding of what he desires for your life. Because what he has for you is much better than you could ever have. Would you pray with me? Lord, we thank you for your goodness. Thank you for the way that you provide and you care for us. Thank you that you not only gave The shepherds, that good news of great joy. But Lord, that great, good news of great joy is for us because it's for all the people that was born that day a Savior, the Messiah, the promised one who would rule over all. The one that the Bible tells us that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess as Lord. That same one came and we celebrated Christmas. We celebrate today in this upcoming week, your coming, love coming down to us. What joyful love that is. May we continue to walk in that. The knowledge, the understanding, meditating. Gaining better understanding of what it means. God, that you would provide salvation for us. That perfect love came down to us. To save us. Maybe you're sitting here this morning and you've never acknowledged Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. I want to encourage you. Right now, right where you're at. You can do that. Nobody can do that for you. It's not just a prayer. A prayer is a way of being able to verbalize what is going on inside of your mind and your heart. To be able to pray, though, and to acknowledge Jesus as the one who will, you will place your faith and hope and trust in, asking Him to forgive you of your sin, that you believe that He died was buried and rose again three days later he conquered sin and death and he will appear again just as was promised 700 years before he came the first time he will come again and he will come to judge thank you that love came down first providing salvation Lord, thank you for keeping your every promise. And in those days where we struggle and our faith may be weak, Lord, may you help us to be reminded that you are always true. You're always good. And that even though it was 700 years later, after the promise was made to Isaiah, which is a long time, Lord, sometimes we feel like there's a long gap We're in the desert, where we feel left alone, and yet we know Your promises are always true. Help us to take hold of those promises. Help us to see the joy of Your great love. Thank you, Lord, for securing our eternity, that we don't have to worry about the things of this world. Help us not to allow them to overshadow the joyful love that we can experience that we each need. So, Lord, we are grateful. We are thankful. And, Lord, we acknowledge that we need your continuing help. So may you help us abide in you and walk with you. For those who may have walked away, may they know how much you love them and how you're there for them. You haven't left them, nor will you. But you acknowledge, to acknowledge that you have a way for each of us to live. And it's the best way, regardless of the way we may think or what we hear, what we see, or even what we feel. Your truth, Lord, and your word is truth. So help us to walk by it. We are grateful, Lord, that we can gather in this place. We love you, and we pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen.